you might think you're captivating. Or you might think, well, I'm captivating about a minute in or three minutes in. Well, that's too late. And chances are good that you might not be captivating and that could be your problem. It's critical that you let me know who you are and how you feel. And that is done through the five elements of vocal variety. If you want to captivate me, you need to use them. And if you want to stop the tune out, you've got to captivate me. You've got to make me feel. That's what I'm talking about today. I think you're going to like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goodwin. And I'm so glad to have you with me today as always. Thank you so much for your shares and your downloads and for being a subscriber. I love being on this voice journey with you and I've got a great episode for you today. Stopping the tune out, unleashing your real voice. That's the series we're doing. And that's the upcoming training that I hope you'll join me for. Three live trainings. Go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash three free, and it's the number three, three free to sign up. We're going to focus in these trainings on what it takes to unleash your authentic, to amplify, unleash your real voice, amplify your authentic voice, amplify your authority, amplify your expertise simply by how you're using your real voice. And there's going to be some components in here around confidence. Truly, what is confidence? We're going to, I'm going to teach you how to reveal the real you and stand in that authority so that you can get more of what you want. We're going to look at pulling down the masks and getting it where people can connect with you instantly. That's going to be critical to stop the tune out. They have to feel like they know you. And then we're going to take a look at captivating them. What does it take to captivate the listener? How do you create that emotional connection that makes them want to stick around and do what it is you want them to do? When you can control the conversation, when you can get out of the outcome and control the conversation, create an emotional connection by making me feel instantly, then things are going to change dramatically for you. And this is especially important. This is critical for my entrepreneurs. It's critical for you on video, podcast, all of that, waving your hands to get my attention to stop the scroll. Maybe one thing, maybe that will stop the scroll, but your voice is critical in keeping me there and keeping me from tuning out. So I hope you'll sign up for this series. We start November 10th. Go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash three free with three as the number and get signed up. 
I'm going to do a lot of fun activities and there'll be a lot of bonus things, lots of giveaways, cool stuff. Doesn't matter if you've worked with me before, you can come join me. And if you have worked with me before, you definitely want to bring somebody along. Tell your friends, tell your coworkers. But let's talk about stopping the tune out, making people feel. People aren't listening because you're not standing out. But I think you know that. I think that's why you're here, possibly. And if you think that practicing more, I just need more practice. That is not it, guys. Yeah, it's part of it. But I cannot tell you the number of people that have said to me, I just need to practice a lot. No, you don't. You just need to have the right techniques and Within three sessions, I'll have you cooking with gas. Am I saying don't practice? Don't hang up. Don't click off. I'm not saying don't practice. But the number of people that believe that is going to change everything, well, it might, but it's going to take weeks and months. Why not shift what needs to be shifted right now. Stop worrying about getting the words right. You've got the words right. You just don't know it. You just don't know how to connect with them. If you think, you know, getting a video editor and getting these words right and practicing a lot and making fancy videos and waving when I start is going to stop the tune out, you're missing it. You're missing it you're not probably revealing the best version of who you are. And it's critical to get my attention in the first seven seconds, because if my brain tells me to check out every seven seconds, maybe you do start with waving your hands, but then what do you do? Then do you start delivering information really way too fast or way too many words or talking at me or repelling me with some kind of voice mask? That isn't going to work. Why? Would I want to stay around to hear that? I'd want to tune out. What people don't realize, and this is, of course, my greatest frustration, is people don't realize how critical their voice is. And when they say things to me like, well, I just need to practice a lot, or, okay, even I need to warm up. No, you don't. See, I'm real unorthodox about that. Other people teach you, you've got to warm up. And my philosophy is, why are you warming up? What doesn't work for you? Why are you enhancing what isn't working? Because I'm going to tell you something. If things aren't working for you, it may not be the words. Chances are good it's how you're saying the words. Now, it could be the words. You know, Brandon talks about messaging. Messaging is important. The words are important. The words are everything and they are nothing. It's how you bring them to life that has the power to affect me, change me, make me feel, understand that you are the authority, understand that you are the expert, and it is your voice that creates the opportunity for me to connect with you and feel like I know you, feel like you're the person for me, feel like you're the one to help me, feel like you get me. Feel like I want to do what you want me to do. So this, I mean, you know, this is for my professionals and for my entrepreneurs. You you may be 
aiding and abetting the tune out because you're not revealing the best version of you or not even letting us know who you are. You aren't showing us the real you. So there's nothing to connect to. If I get all polished and fancy and, you know, focused on performance, do you feel how, now that I'm bringing it to your attention, do you feel how I kind of slip out of your hands? That's what it feels like to me. I can always tell people, I can't connect to you or I can. And a lot of times they'll say, no, people really connect with me. Well, they might, or they might to a degree, but it feels like you're slipping away. If you're outcome driven, if you're problem solving, if you're in the solution vocally to people are going to tune out because they subconsciously do not feel like they're a part of the process. They feel like you are somewhere else. If I feel like you're somewhere else, why do I want to hire you to coach me if you're going to be somewhere else? Why do I want to do what you want me to do when you're somewhere else? I'll just tune out. And a lot of times it's the subconscious just simply shutting down. Raw emotion will shut a subconscious down. Being in the outcome, you being in the outcome will shut their subconscious down because they don't feel like they're a part of it. Tune out. I say to people all the time, I can, you know, they'll say to me, I can't, but this is professionals. I can't get this guy to do what I need him to do. Well, let me hear you, you say it like how you tell him to do it. He's not listening. You're not making him feel. You're not letting him in. You're talking at him. And I don't even know who you are. I'm not even sure if you're the expert or, or, or that you have any authority. So when you don't show us the real you, there's nothing to connect to. There's nothing to command our attention. There's nothing to captivate us and make us feel we need to stay. You've got to instantly grab my attention and you've got to do that by not only coming out of the gate strong, but creating an instant feeling. What are you making people feel in the first seven seconds you speak? Are you making them feel like you get them, like you're here to help them, like you're the person that they need, like your idea is valid and good and everybody should get on board with it? Chances are good, no. Chances are good. You're all up in your head and tentacles out and thinking about what we're thinking about. And the minute you do that, there's nothing in your voice to captivate me. There's because there's nothing in your voice to make me feel anything. You're flatlining. If you're in the future, you're flatlining. Past, you're flatlining. Up in your head, thinking about the words, thinking about what we're thinking about. Flatlining. Flatlining equals, I don't know who you are, and I don't know how you feel, and I don't know how to feel, so I'm going to check Facebook. If you make me feel something, I won't tune out. And that's what nobody's taught you yet. Yes, commanding authority is important. Yes, creating a connection, critical. Making me feel that's the only way you're going to captivate me enough to make me stay around and around and around and around. 
And then, okay, so we've got to work on this first seven seconds where you make me feel something, and then we've got to maintain it, which that can get tricky too. But you've got to make me feel. You've got to be able to use your voice in a way that it touches my senses and in turn then triggers my emotions. Let me tell you how this works. Have you ever smelled cut grass? or perfume and it instantly made you think of something or someone made you think of you know i mean it's the obvious one is perfume like if i smell somebody that uh, or, or i smell the perfume that my mother wore or the aftershave that my dad wore which is really weird the other day i smelled that and nobody was here i smelled the aftershave my dad wore i maybe he came by to visit me I don't think I ever told y'all about when he, the angel posse. Anyway, that's a whole another story and I'm going down the rabbit trail. But you, you feel, you smell, and then it makes you feel something. Or you taste, and it makes you feel something. Or you see, and it makes you feel something. You see a horse. Like I'll see a paint horse. And I immediately remember my paint horse because I grew up with horses. The senses trigger the emotions. The voice has the power to trigger the senses. That's the study I did and why I call it five elements of vocal variety because there's five senses. And if we're picking one note, we're not going to make anybody feel. If we're up in our head, in the past, in the future, problem solving, la la la, all those things that I talk about, one note. No senses, no emotion. And you're not revealing who you are, how you feel. Only vocal variety reveals who you are and how you feel. And, and the, the reason I can say this is listen to this example. Couple together. You've heard me use this example ad nauseum. One of them says, we can tell the other one's mad. Is everything okay? The other one says, I'm fine. Okay, the words say that person is fine, but not their voice. What's more powerful? Does the person who hears, I'm fine, go, oh, okay, cool. No, they don't. They go, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? That tone made the person feel. Now, granted, that's raw emotion. And I talk about a lot about you really don't want raw emotion in your voice because it can shut a subconscious down. And it generally does. Even in that scenario right there, that raw emotion is going to shut down the other person for days trying to figure out what they did wrong. But it's vocal variety. It tells me who you are. It tells me how you feel. And now I can feel something. The problem is, is a, a lot of people do a lot of these things that automatically put them in one note and they don't even realize it. And after time, those drivers especially will create a habit in the muscle memory of one note. Most people just use one note when they are dialoguing 
in a video, in a Zoom meeting, at work. Now, maybe with their best friends or the people that they know, like, and trust the most, they're not using just one note. But there's always an expansion. There's always more we can roll in. But when you go to work, when you're in professional mode, when you're in video mode, you're doing one note. Pretty much can promise you. I mean, not everybody, but most people. And so I don't know who you are. So one of the things that I have to do when I work with people is give them this big old permission slip about revealing who they are. Because I get all this stuff like, well, that's not professional. Well, I can't get emotional. Well, I'm not supposed to tell them how I feel. And and I talked about this in one of the episodes. You've got the definitions wrong. Letting me know how you feel doesn't mean or have to mean crying on the conference table or telling me every single sordid detail. It's a glimmer through vocal variety that I can then identify with or not. But it makes me feel something. You can reveal emotion. I don't like raw emotion, but you can 100% reveal who you are, reveal bits of you. When I work with people, they... They get worn out with me going, oh, my God, I love the bits of you. I know who you are. I love that little bit. And yet we don't do that. And that's why people tune out. There's nothing for them to relate to. There's no feeling. There's no, I don't know who you are. We can't take the listener on the journey. We can't create an emotional connection if we're focused on getting the words right. Can you, do you stop people in your first line? First thing that, that you say, that first seven seconds, do you create an unpredictability? Do you stand in authority? Do you make me instantly feel like, yes, I have to hear what this person has to say. I know this guy. And most of this is going down subconscious. You don't have the luxury of getting in your zone down the tracks. You don't have that anymore. You never really did. But you definitely, if you want, if you want to stop the scroll without waving your hands, if you want to stop people from tuning out and you're relying on, I'll get in my zone about a minute in, you might as well just give it up. Because by that point in time, My subconscious has already decided who you are and whether I'm going to listen to you or not. You've got about seven seconds. You've got to hook me immediately. And that that really is words and tone. You know, I'm so old school about speech writing and structure and things like that. And, And old school teaching is, what is your attention getter? What is the first thing you're going to say? Is it a joke? Is it a statement? Is it a fact? Is it a question? Is it a story? Well, I think you need that. But I also think you've got to do something vocally to make me go, ooh. In my groups and solo coaching, I teach the real in. Start, you've got to start with something like that. And if you do, then, okay, I'm in. I know who you are and how you feel. I want to hear what you got. You don't have a minute. You don't have three minutes. 
you don't have until you get to the other side to see how you did, which is what a lot of people do. You've got to be able to use the elements of vocal variety. You've got to move past one go-to. You've got to be willing to move into showing me who you are and how you feel by how you use your voice. Now, I can teach you how to do that. And I'm going to teach all three of those principles, connect, confidence, and captivate in this training. That's why I want you to join me. And that's, you know, I've done this series to give you a little feel so you can start thinking about, am I doing these things or am I not? Or what am I doing? Am I doing, am I hooking people in the first seven seconds? Am I relying on my words? Am I flatlining? Am I letting people in? Am I standing in authority? Am I, have I unleashed my real voice? Most people aren't speaking in their real voice. They're speaking behind masks. And if you're speaking behind masks, you'll never get to the level you want to be at. You just won't. Because people will check out. They'll tune out. Whether you're waving your hands or not. So I hope you'll join me. It's going to be a different kind of training. I've not done a training like this before, and I'm really excited about it. I hope to get to work with a lot of people, and I hope I get to work with you. So if you want to sign up, go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash three free, and that's three, the number. And I hope to see you starting November 10th. Bring your friends, bring your questions, bring your concerns, bring your problems, and I'll give you some solutions so that you can unleash your real voice and stop people from tuning out. That's what you need in 2021. You need that more than anything else if you want to rise above the noise. All right? So I hope to see you there. I hope you'll join me. But that's it for today. Until I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.